0: Welcome to the Light and Free Podcast. I'm your host, Patricia, an energetic female empowerment coach, mentor, and entrepreneur who believes in radical self-acceptance as the foundation to activate our full power and turn our dreams into reality. When we remember and embrace who we truly are at our core, we unleash an infinite power deep within us and rise into our natural state of happiness and abundance. This podcast is for you to inspire, remind, motivate and empower you to step into your greatness too, become your most unstoppable, authentic and happy self and actually create a life beyond your dreams. Let's go. My beautiful souls, I hope you all have the most amazing day. I'm coming live on Thursday to introduce another beautiful guest speaker here on my personal Facebook page. And I'll also upload it into the podcast later on. And today my guest is the beautiful Patricia Paramita. I am so excited to have her. Just give me a moment to bring her into the video and then I'll give you all the info for what's to come. Okay, so one moment. Let's see. Hello. Hello, Welcome, Patricia. <laughs> can you see me? Yes, I can. Can you see me?
1: Yes, yes. You hear me okay? Everything is perfect, how are you? Perfect, I'm good, I'm good, thank you so much. It's such a beautiful day today. And I'm super grateful to be here with you. Uh, I love that. You're in Switzerland, is that right? I am. I am tucked in the countryside right next to Basel, which is one of the bigger cities in in Switzerland. So we're not, are you in Munich right now? Or are you back in Munich? Yeah, I'm in Munich right now. (laughs) We can literally see each other we're not so far away literally see each other like have these conversations and when and, and goes back to where we live and it's actually really okay that's so cool so thank
0: you so much for joining me today so for everybody who's watching or seeing the replay or the podcast later on um patricia i love that we have the same uh pre-name
1: by the way such a cool name i'm telling you people with this name cool vibe only <laughs> I love
0: it. So we have connected in one of the programs um, in the A&E as well. So Patricia is another soul sister. Um, I just love bringing on all these amazing ladies who all have such amazing gifts to share with the world, such amazing stories. And I just want to bring them on here to show all of you like not only my story but show you multiple examples of what is mm-hmm. stories of transformation of what is actually possible in life how we can all reconnect back to our true selves and live the life we all deserve mm-hmm. to live a life full of abundance of freedom of ease mm-hmm. and i'm so happy to have you on here today patricia
1: Yes. Yes. Thank you for that beautiful introduction, Patricia. And I'm, I'm totally, totally on board. It's so great to be, to have that models of what possible to have exposure to different kind of life. I think many of us have been conditioned to look or like seek certain kind of evidence that are mainly left brain driven. Right. Yes. It's, what are the next strategies? What are the next steps? Like how much are we making? Like, what are the next career ladder that you're gonna climb on? And our experiences as humans are so reduced into a certain kind of like model in this like heavily coded world. Um, and it's, it's, it's great to see more and more people are kind of showing us different ways of living, different ways of transforming, different ways of continuously becoming and an unbecoming, and, and, and yeah, I'm, I'm here to share my story and, and kind of hoping that it would help um, more people find their voices and their own story.
0: Yes, 100%. 100%. Yeah. So
1: our topic or your topic today
0: is going to be transitioning into motherhood, um, embracing change and becoming whole. And only the topic already, I find I find this so powerful. And I'm not a mom yet. Uh, we're planning to have kids at mm-hmm. some point in the future. But right now, we're too much in the traveling <laughs> lifestyle still. So we'll see how that's going to go in the future. Um, but I feel this is such an important topic. Because mm-hmm. from at least from what I have experienced in my surrounding, my family, my friends, people I, I got to know. It's just like, it just feels so... It's just the usual thing what you do, right? Like you just become kids, and then the kids are there, and you're a mom, right? But as a person, it is so much more. It is such a huge change for you, for your body, for your spirit, for your identity, everything. So I guess my que- my first question to you would be like, what is like what is what is it that brings that topic to you? What why is this topic so special for you to talk? Mm-hmm.
1: All right, so this topic is very, very special and very close to my heart because I think that's that was when the first time ever in my life I was really forced to ask myself these hard questions of who am I?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How have I been living? Is my life right now really aligned with, with, with who I truly am? Where do I want to go? Who do I want to be for myself, for this like little human being that's, that's with me? And then there's just so many things that were going on. And, and this is the thing, Shusha. There's so many supports out there provided for moms to prepare for their birth, their labor. You can do, I don't know, like prenatal yoga, you can get some doula to help you understand how your body works. You can get all kinds of resources, like reading books, everything is available, but very, very limited resources actually are available for you to help understand what's going on inside. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the truth is there are a lot of anthropological research. I'm an anthropologist. There's a lot of anthropological research out there that actually says giving birth or transitioning to motherhood for women, when they are given the chance to actually look deep within themselves, they would explain or describe the experience similarly as people who are being, who are just being spiritu- spiritually awakened. Mm, There's wow. a lot of tapping into different types of consciousness and like love and and surrender and just immersion into a whole other level of being. But the truth is not so many of us are prepared to have that experience. Not a lot of us are given the support to be able to go inwards into ourself. Mm-hmm. In the time we needed the most, we were actually like drawn out into our external worlds, driven to just like give, give, give and give, not a lot of support, not a lot of sleep. We even forgot to give ourselves the nutrition that our body needs to recover and all that. And it's it's just such a pivotal moment. It's kind of like a little bit of like a make or break moment for, for, for a lot of women. It could really enable you to flourish or it could actually like leave you in despair. And that's what actually happened to me at first. So I wasn't aware of, any of this before. I gave birth, I feel like my whole body was cracking from head to toe when I was giving birth. Normally, and as I know it right now, our body holds the records of how we've lived our lives. The pain, the trauma, our coping mechanisms, even the pain and trauma that generations before us have held and passed on. When I was giving, giving birth, Patricia, my head cracked, my body cracked. I feel like my entire like cellular systems were just like screaming. It's like shifting. Everything went like, and then all those records that my body was holding, all the pain, all the trauma, they all came up all at once. I was forced to rearrange everything rediscover myself but i didn't know how to so what i was feeling was just pain a lot of sadness a lot of emotion i didn't know how to deal with them at all and the only way i know how to survive and move on and get done with the day was to numb myself down Mm -hmm. and i went into depression i went into I I had a lot of suicidal thoughts at that time because my body and my soul was just in pain all the time. Little did I know that even though I felt that I was buried alive, but it was so dark, I was actually just being planted instead of being buried. And that was like an opportunity for me to flourish. So I got a lot of helps from wise women around me, from teachers, from gurus, from mentors and coaches. And I retrained myself and I took a hard look of what was life before for me, what I want to be, what I was actually passionate about. And there it was, my answer. I wanted to help other women to manage and navigate this transition in a much more smoothly ways than I did. Um, i think it's such an important 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 moment for a lot of women
0: yeah this this truly sounds so 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 powerful and it's 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 right what you're saying like this transition to motherhood like the the human body especially our mm-hmm. women's body like creating life literally creating life like shouldn't that be the point where we where we learn what we're actually capable of, what actually puts us in our full power, but then so often, like at least from what I'm hearing around, mm-hmm. so often the opposite is actually the case. Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, now of course I gave birth. That's what we're all doing, right? And then, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm just a mom now, kind of. Yeah. And then people get lost. People fall into depression. And then I think I was, I read that in some of in in one of your posts where you uh, wrote. Um, that people or doctors even, I can't remember it properly. Mm-hmm. People would just say, well, yes, the postpartum depression is just a normal thing. But then this is like not all of the truth to it, right?
1: No, it's 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 definitely not not all the truth. And the 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 sad thing about this whole experience is that again it was reduced to becoming like a disease right or like mm-hmm. an illness yeah. like a, you feel a lot of things all emotions coming up how can we medicate you to mm-hmm. stabilize you to kind of like numb you down so that you can move forward with your life um often that was the approach that mm-hmm. was given rather than like facilitating the the women the mother to actually ex- like immerse themselves fully in a safe way in this experience that was the normal approach and my, the, the business that I run it's, it's called metamorph from metamorphosis because it does feel a lot like, like a metamorphosis to become a butterfly the caterpillar needs to disintegrate and literally turn into goo right and that was like a really painful process but the caterpillars they have they have the chrysalis they have the cocoons to protect them. a lot of us don't have that, and
0: mm-hmm. that 's
1: what I really wanted to provide right so that everybody can grow their wings and like fly whatever their heart feels like flying mm-hmm. and experience this life from a different kind of like perspective um, that's 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 more beautiful for them so yeah that was that was the general idea and um Yeah. Hmm.
0: I love that so much. And
1: also the analogy with the
0: cocoon, because I feel in in many situations in life, but I mean, in that process, even more extremely, we often don't even realize that we actually need safety, We, we kind of desire that level of safety, like the internal safety, rather than feeling safe by the circumstances, or now we have everything under control, like being totally in the hustling mode and fixing things, but creating that safety from within. And it often sounds so easy, but this is where we often actually need support Mm -hmm. with. If we get this layer of safety from within, that's where we can Uh happen, where we become unstoppable, where we can actually live that beautiful life because no nothing can really throw us off track anymore right right
1: yes yes that's so much that that resonates so much and this is what i've been telling my clients as well you know you know the term nesting like that urge (laughs) you know when we're pregnant we just want to have everything under control right like we want to fixer upper our entire house we want to you know like baby proof every single corner you have like list of things in your in your i don't know like amazon baskets or whatever like crib like bottle warmers up to things that you've never heard of before and you i'm sure like you don't even need you know like baby wipes warmer like what the heck is that right but like you have it you have it because you feel like, okay, I want to get dirty, da, 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 da It's like such strong urge, Patricia. So when you're pregnant, it's such strong urge. You just need to get things done, right? And it's so dis- exhausting. It's so depleting. And <laughs> before you even have the baby, you're like, oh, there's so many things that I need to get done, but no matter what I found is that no matter how many things you buy, no matter how clean and shiny your, your your windows are, no matter how baby-proof your enti- the entire corners of your house are, like that mm-hmm. urges were never really, you never really like scratch the itch, you know? It's mm-hmm. still kind of like knock, knock on your door and like keep coming back. And what I was telling my clients is this. Why don't we try to understand that urge and that invitation of building a nice safe cozy secure sanctuary on the outside and translate it to the inside what if we understand that urge differently what is it actually about our soul trying to tell us to build the sanctuary within
0: because mm-hmm. the
1: truth is we are so not trained to listen to our intuition in a way that it needs to be listened to, right? So new research on um, neuroscience, neurobiologies, actually showed that we have three centers that help us in decision-making. Maybe it will expand to more than three in the future, but right now the science says three. So we have this intuition, intuitive core in our, um, in our stomach, we have this brain center in our heart that relates to our emotions. And we have this like cranial brain that help us make decisions, right? We are mostly trained as you know, to use our cranial brain to interpret all these things. But that intuition, they come from the different centers. And sometimes the information that it bundled, it was sent up to our brain to, to disclose, to, to be understood. And then there was something that's lost in translation Mm. because we're so not equipped to do that. So when we get that urge and we unpack it here, Mm -hmm. it shows us different things. It shows us, okay, we need safety, we need security, and I can only grasp the external Mm -hmm. and that's, and then that's what we do. We started like buying a whole bunch of things and start cleaning up we We start like, I don't know, like throwing away a bunch of stuff. Um, so, yeah, my invitation, always my is like, how can we actually learn to listen? How can we understand our, our, our intuition differently? How we can actually like build a sanctuary within? Um, and that's actually like big, big part of, of, of my work as well. Yeah. To help, to help people build that, build that inside. I mean,
0: it also makes so much sense, right? Because when you probably, especially with the first child, you're going into labor, you're going into creating a new life. Um, yeah. Of course, there's so much unknown and our brain doesn't like that at all. So I guess it's normal that it's trying to create mm-hmm. as much preparation, as much safety yeah. as possible, well, like getting the house ready, getting everything yeah. done for the baby. Yeah. And I love how you're saying it, how you're unpacking it. It's actually just a a mistranslation, kind of, what Mm -hmm. our actual need is. Because as you were saying, as much as we do on the outside, it can never be fully enough to feel that safety on the inside. So I I truly love that approach also with the three centers. Could you repeat that again? I think the the first
1: one was the intuition in the stomach. That's the intuition in the stomach. And then the heart, so they call it, they call it the three brains approach. So to, to expand the definition of brains, which is like these tools that help us make decisions in our lives, right? So the intuition, it's basically like the stomach brain. The emotional intelligence is with the heart brain. And then there's like the reasons and the logics and everything that's like tangible and heart proof. They're all centered in the... In the, in, in the cranial brain, in the brain brain, right? So those, those are the three things. And yeah, you mentioned um, earlier as well that, that that makes sense. Of course, you need to prepare the externals as well. You know, you need to get things done. You need to prepare for the baby's room and all that. And that is absolutely correct. Like, of course we need to do that. But the truth is, this is what's funny. Babies, they come in the world in a very similar state today and 100 years ago. But the list of things that we need to get ready or like that we need to get, we need to do before we feel entirely ready has expanded so much exponentially throughout the year to include all the, like, literally, babies, they can sleep in a box. And a lot of people have actually like put their kids to sleep in a cardboard box and they're fine. Yeah. Um, like physically fine because the truth is like when you're fine your baby's fine mm, yeah. like what they need is a connection what they need is that safety and then you can provide them with the safety if you feel safe yourself because they're so perceptive they actually sense the vibes so much that's actually how they communicate they don't communicate with work they don't communicate with you know their gaze even like when they were just born like they can't they can't use a lot of their senses but they Mm -hmm. but that connection that vibe that vibration that they get wow i'm just i'm just blown away
0: because i just feel like this is like the most important message um if anybody is watching um, or listening to that if you take away just one thing let it be this like may create that safety for yourself, because then the child will automatic automatically, mm-hmm. become, and that's what we're all, that's what we're all lacking in life, the, the mm-hmm. inner safety. And this is why we're getting in the hustle mode in the comparison mode. Yeah. I'm not enough mode and all of that. But if we create mm-hmm. that safety from within, mm-hmm. our life would look totally yeah. different. So if exactly. moms create that safety within them, and get support to do that with people like you who do this amazing work. So it's so much more than just helping moms trying to manage life, right? It's so much mm-hmm. more. It's like mm-hmm. creating a whole new paradigm in this world and creating that inner safety. The child will pick it up on mm-hmm. because, as you were saying, they sense it. Um, it yeah. just underlines the importance of your work so much. And I'm, I'm deeply touched. <laughs>
1: Thank you, thank you, Patricia, for, for highlighting that. You said that in a so so gracefully, um, the essence of, of what I was trying to deliver, and we do like I do, I I, I use this word like create, like create that sanctuary inside, or, like create this like sense of security. But actually, what what I really feel is that we're not we're not creating it because it's there. We just need to rediscover it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have it in us, like we know it's there deep down. Our soul knows it's there. Our soul knows it's there. And when we were a child, we were a child. We go to that place all the time. Mm -hmm. That's where we went as a child when we were dancing like nobody's watching, even when everybody's watching because we just didn't care. Yeah. That's where we went when we sang our heart out That's where we went when we just know. We just know. Like, I see this in my child Mm -hmm. all the time, you know. The amount of self-assurance, self-certainty that he knows what he's up to, that he knows his consequences, he knows deep in their heart, even without any proof, even without any research. He doesn't know how to use the phone. He doesn't know how to Google stuff, but he just knows things, right? And this is basically like the... When I, when I describe my sanctuary within, it's it, it looks like this small little hut, right? It's so cozy inside. I closed my eyes and I could see it. It's surrounded by this like green soft moss. And when I was like walking on it, it was always so like nice and supportive. It hugs my feet. I walked inside. I have this cozy corner like massive sofa cozy corner i could jump i could dance i could sing my heart out there's this like kitchen inside that full of nourishment for my soul anything that i want it's there and the most important part of my my inner sanctuary when I close my eyes and imagine, and I go there whenever I, have, I feel like so crowded outside and I want to control things outside, I was like, no, I just need to go back in there. And the most important things for me is this massive library of knowing, mm. right? Not a massive library of knowledge, but of knowing, right? If you've watched like The Beauty and the Beast, that's how my library looks like in my sanctuary within, you know? but it was just so magical that whatever it needs, you need to know, you just close your eyes and whisper it. And like a book will fly out from the shelves and just like right to your hands and just like opens exactly to the page that contains the answer to your prayer or your questions. That's how I imagine my sanctuary, but most, all of us has this, all of us, have, all of us have this inside, but we just forget how to access that. We just need to rediscover that and, and to clean it up because for a lot of us, it's probably like dusty mm-hmm. and and dark and <laughs> surrounded by, by webs, by spider webs. Um, and yeah, just to be able to go back in there as, as, as much as, as we need to few times a day. Um, we always have that with us. And how beautiful is it to to always be able to go to this corner and feel supported and loved and be able to be who you truly are. Isn't that funny, like how much
0: we desperately look in the external world to find our place of safety when we all have the most magical place within us? <laughs>
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And I feel like a lot of us growing up is, was shame to yeah. be in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really felt like, I don't know when, when I was growing up, I actually used this space a lot. hmm And I access that through being creative, like doing a lot of creative um, activities, like dancing and singing and like painting and all that. But then the world as we know it actually like demanded us to step away from that. We're told that that's not productive. That's the waste of time. You should focus on something else. How about your math? You know, like. (laughs) Yeah. And. Yeah, it, we ended up like immersing ourselves in in a lot of like left brain activities um, that are more like reasons and logics and mm. stuff.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And thank you so much for describing your little place. You were in a sanctuary in such a beautiful way. I think it was very um, yeah. I really had a clear um, image in my head about it, which made it even more beautiful. And I feel it helps a lot of people too, like to get a better understanding. So, what what does that really look like, and how can I? Mm-hmm. Act like that? Um, so the inner the inner wisdom, the inner knowing that we all have, just rediscovering mm-hmm. that beautiful place, the mm-hmm. the incredible library of knowledge. I truly love that term. Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say? Like, what would be your tips? Like, if somebody's hearing that and feels like okay, this is all awesome. I really want to get started. Maybe feel a little bit stuck or lost right now or Mm -hmm. um, want to get back in my power after giving birth or even in the preparation. Mm -hmm. What would you tell them? Do you have any tips for them?
1: What would I tell them? So the first thing I want to tell them is whatever you're experiencing right now is normal. There's nothing wrong with you. If it feels hard, it's meant to be hard. If you feel like your identity is crumbling and going out of the window that serves a very deep purpose because finally for the first time ever you're shown that you don't need that false sense of permanence through identity because that's what a lot of moms actually feel I I don't know myself anymore I lost my identity Mm -hmm. who am I but the truth is Identity is something that we create to hold on to a false sense of permanence about who we are as a person and as human beings. Because there's a part of us who fear change. There's a part of us who fears getting into the unknown. There's a part of us who fear, yeah, not knowing and transformation. But the truth is we've been doing that our whole life. It serves a purpose. You're constantly changing, you're constantly unbecoming and becoming at the same time. And it's really beautiful. You've got every single thing in you. And if you do need feel that you need support externally as well, don't feel like you're failing. You don't feel like you're a bad mom if you feel like you need support. Everybody needs support. It takes a village to raise a child, it takes a village to raise yourself. You deserve the support, you deserve to be loved. And when you truly believe that you deserve all this, you're going to attract the right support for yourself. Mm -hmm. They're there. We're here.
0: Beautiful. Yeah, I think it's it's so much power in just normalizing the feelings and not like creating stories around that, what that means, what that means about us, about our identity. And also super interesting what you were saying in terms of identity is just something we create to I think you were saying to create um permanence for the for our lives. Um but it can change, right? We can we can decide who we want to be, literally like every single day.
1: Yes. Um, Every single day, every single day. And you know what? I was so happy that at the beginning of this podcast, you didn't ask me, so Patricia, tell me who you are. Like, tell us who you are. I actually dread that question all the time. <laughs> when I have to introduce myself, I'm like, who the heck am I? Yeah. And then, because I realized, you know, the things that you put on your bio or like on your mm-hmm. whatever it is, like on your CV or like LinkedIn profile, it's meant to capture your whole essence and people take it as if they capture your whole essence and then you're like, no, if you ask me again, five minutes from now, my answer will be different. If you ask me again tomorrow, my answer will be different. Um, And that's okay. That's normal. That's normal. And, and, And that's what we fear so much. I feel like we're losing ourselves. No, yourself is always there. You always have access to yourself. Um, so, yeah. yeah. So true. So true. I
0: feel like the whole the whole life story, and even if you knew the whole life story of another person, you could you would still not know 100% who they are. Because, I mean, there's different situations, different character traits. Like, everything is so difficult. And... Um, so I, I really like, like just what comes up for people and what they want to tell in that very moment, and what they're excited about right now, where they are on their journey, and then provide inspiration and encouragement through that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um I'm curious to know on your own journey, which is so transformational mm-hmm. and how you managed to pick yourself up during that during that phase and even like being in that very dark place for a while. And now mm-hmm. like being outside mm-hmm. of the cocoon, being that beautiful butterfly, um, having the metamorph business, helping other women to mm-hmm. step into their power as well. What would you say was, what what helped you the most through that whole transition?
1: Mm, that's a really good question. I don't think there is one thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: To be honest, um, but I think it was really like me accepting that I needed help and that started opening up. Well, at the same time, not having any expectation about what help or like what kind of support I was meant to get. It just like really, really like open up to, to all kinds of things. And I spent a lot of time feeling a lot of rage. And resentment towards people at the top of support system that I thought had to be there for me Mm -hmm. when I was at my worst you know I mentioned that it takes a village to raise a child right and it's like a very famous you know quote that all mothers was like oh yeah like I need my village I need my village and yet we always have that really fixed idea about who The people in our village should be it might be our partners it might be our family it might be Mm -hmm. our in-laws my friends and the truth is people who have been supporting your journey as a person as a woman might not be the best person who support your journey as a mom Mm -hmm. or during this transition they themselves might not know what it is to be in this situation they themselves might not know what type of support they could give or what is it that you needed there is a gap and i spent a lot of the time actually resenting that gap instead of raising my vibration to be able to attract supports that i actually need Mm -hmm. so once i get that once i accepted that Suddenly that gate opened up and I received so much support from people that I didn't even know mm-hmm. would be on my side, would be by my side supporting me through and through. There would be like random people like calling me up and saying like, Hey, I heard about your story from our mutual friend. I had been there. How can I be there to support you? You know, and then we started becoming like a yoga mommy buddy. <laughs> That's so weird. You know, like random stuff like that. Right. So really like open up to what the universe has in store for you. Um, really helped really, really helped. And just like, also like, yeah, dropping that expectation, dropping that resentment and disappointment and, and surrender, surrender because the support is all around us. We're so abundantly loved and supported. And when we hold on to, to our own expectation, wanting to control what support should look like for me, who should be in there and like where and when it should happen and stuff like that, you're, you're missing out so much. And that's how I started getting the right help for me to, to step back into my power. I, I
0: love that so much and from what I was hearing at least is mm-hmm. that the, the, the essence is literally in order to get back into your power we all have to surrender instead of mm-hmm. going forward and trying to control things and having that as you were saying having that clear vision of who should be there according right. rather stepping back um, trusting life trusting the universe trusting that yeah. Whatever support is meant to come will come. Um, That's the thing. And probably at the same time, the most
1: difficult thing for us humans. Yes. Yes. That relates back to that sense of safety again. Right. But it's surrender if I don't feel safe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it's
0: exactly why it's so why it's so important for me to bring on these stories because like in every single one of them and every single stories it always comes back to acceptance and surrendering Mm -hmm. and when the when the biggest transformation happens this is the moment where people step back into their power so we often fear like i cannot let go like i cannot surrender like what's gonna happen these are all pieces stories of evidence that Life is for you. Life is for you and the transformation will happen when we surrender
1: and trust. Yes. 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 That's really beautiful. It's very beautifully put.
0: I would love to ask you one last question. Um, Go ahead. I believe your son is already a little bit older now. So is there anything you would like from this whole process and transformation? I understood this is mostly Mm -hmm. for just a new moms or moms-to-be getting into the process. Yeah. I'm assuming it doesn't stop just a couple of months afterwards. Oh. So, yeah. I can share, do you have any practices now or how is this still in your daily life? I heard you, you said you're getting back to your inner sanctuary on a daily basis, but yes. you can elaborate on what does it look like in your life now?
1: what does that look like in my life now? So, okay, so I'll, I'll, I'll split it into two, like whether this transitions ever finished, no. Yeah. It's like a <laughs> lifetime of becoming and becoming. That's the whole thing. Your I mean, my son is millions of neuron connections older every single day. Biologically, mm-hmm. like he literally is a different person every single day and so am I, right? And that dance, we need to be able to hold that every single day. Mm -hmm. A lot of beautiful stuff come with that. But as it is with everything, there's always this duality, right? I still look at, you know, how Google Photos, for example, show you, like, memories from last year, from two years ago, and, like, Not the same person i'm not the same person mm-hmm. like each time i look at the pictures and it was like oh my goodness or like i was breastfeeding my son until he was three years old there was a lot of grief that comes with that process stopping for example mm-hmm. a lot of emotion coming up or um when my son graduated from his stroller and now he doesn't use it anymore. Or when he's like potty training, he's now off diapers. And like a whole lot of change all the times that comes with the duality. And it's so important that we have this practice to expand our ability to hold that duality because that's the only way we can feel alive. It's so hard, but the alternative is numbing ourselves down to all these life events so that we're not super sad and not super happy mm-hmm. at all the time throughout these changes everything is predictable and that's not living so yeah now transitioning into the practice that I do right so I go back to my sanctuary several times a day every single day I and in there I feel it all I feel it all I feel all the emotions I let it come I sit with them. I serve them tea, the good and the bad, the difficult, not the good and the bad, the difficult and the easier ones. I guess there are more, um, and then I stimulate the ones that actually leave me feeling hopeful rather than in despair. So I stimulate the easier feeling, the gratitude, the joy, the love, by throwing myself into creative things. So I paint, I dance. It doesn't need to take long, seriously. Um, I do yoga. I dropped into my body. I feel all the emotions where it sits on my body. I do, I do a whole bunch of things. Um, and yeah, and just really make, make it sacred. Make it ritual. Like, make it like a ritual. Make it mean something to you. 'Cause it really feels good to know that you're doing great thing for, for yourself. And a lot of the problems with moms are like I don't have the time to do this. Ain't nobody got time to do this. Nobody has the energy to do this. I'm a mom. It's like, I'm a mom too. I don't have I don't have family around. I don't have um like nanny support or anything. My son goes to day- daycare, but yeah, I'm running my own business. I'm not saying this to like shame anybody or like trying to make everybody feel like, oh my goodness, like, you know, whatever. I'm not doing it right. Because the truth is not doing it, not doing, not, not feeling yourself, like not tapping into your power, um, not creating all this ritual that makes you feel good, actually costs more energy and more time that's the truth and when people's like how do you all do all these things like yeah because I don't do the other things which is basically feeling depleted all the time mm-hmm. um continuously on my flight and flight mode I continuously feel like I had to control everything so I I don't know like spend so much time like scrolling on social media reading all kinds of like I don't know, like books and like feeling anxious, feeling resentful about my experience that are not as beautiful as I thought it would be. Just like trying to control everything, just like feel depleted at the end of the day and still feel like I haven't done anything else. Um, and it's so much more exhausting than actually do great things for yourself.
0: That's so true. That's so true. And I remember like when I was back there. <laughs> Like it's, it's just incredible, like how much time, we often don't realize how much time and energy it actually takes to be in that in that mental and emotional, yeah, as you were saying, fight or, fight or flight mode all the time and literally worrying about all the things and thinking all the things through. And instead of just focusing on, as you were saying, stimulating the, the lighter feelings, the gratitude, the joy, the bliss, mm-hmm we get so much more out of life and it doesn't even take longer, but no. believe for the, the human brain, it's often difficult to understand that it's actually taking more time to think through rather than focusing on the other side and just let your, yeah. your heart
1: guide and just enjoy life. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I saw this um, video, quotes uh, from Sadhguru, which is one of the uh, highly respected uh, spiritual guru from India and what he was saying is that I don't get it why we are always told to do things hard we're told to study hard we're told to work hard there's so many more adjectives in the English language for example out of so many other languages to describe how we could do things and we choose that one word, hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why don't we say, like, let's work joyfully? Mm-hmm. Let's study with curiosity. Let's live, I don't know, like in gratitude. Like, why hard? And that's the thing, right? Like, people say, like, oh, no, I, I, I can't make myself feel nice because I have to work hard, because I have to study hard. Like, doesn't have to be like that like let's this is the time to actually like reclaim that power and realize that we have the choice yeah to enter ourselves like into a new paradigm and do things differently and i feel like more and more people are getting it though that's true i have hopes yeah 100 yeah we're all on the way so yeah 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 exactly we're getting there that's true
0: Thank you so, so much, Patricia, for that beautiful conversation. There was such such good wisdom in that, such good experiences. Thank you so much for for sharing your beautiful and powerful stories. Um, super helpful for a lot of people. Um, could, just one last thing, if people wanted to find you, because you're doing amazing work. Um, I also saw you giving retreats, like mother-kid retreats. Yeah. Sounded amazing to me. So, if people want to find you, where can they find you and reach out?
1: Um, so, I think I'm most active on Instagram, actually. Uh, I hope, like, on the podcast info and also, like, on 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 the Facebook uh, caption, we can add it there. But it's basically yeah. at metamorph dash official mm-hmm. or my personal page, which is at paramita trisha. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where you can find me. You can my DM ask me anything I'm basically here to answer and to help
0: thank you so much. I'll put it in the in the description at the show notes
1: yes thank you so much for having me it's such a it's such a special place that you're creating a special community and I'm so so honored um to be here with you and your community thank, thank you much i received that um
0: thank you so much for your beautiful energy you have such an incredible presence um i'm wishing you all the best i'm lots of women who are gonna seek your help too because this is such as we were saying this is such a powerful topic it's about enjoying life help, helping moms to get back into their power um mm-hmm rediscovering their inner sanctuary also for them but also for the child and with them for the world actually
1: absolutely absolutely
0: so thank you so much for everything you shared today your energy um all the beautiful wisdom and i wish you the amazing day and everybody thank you so much for joining hi
1: thanks patricia
0: thanks so much bye patricia (laughs) hi Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the light and free podcast. If you enjoy this show, please help me out by rating and reviewing it on Spotify and Apple Podcasts so that more people can find it and benefit from it. To learn more about living your free life, head over to my Instagram or my website at Patricia Jasmine Bergman or Patricia Jasmine where you'll find more inspiration and potential ways to work together to make your dream life happen too. Until next time, I'm sending you so much love. Have an amazing day. Bye.